Hey gang. Howdy. We're here, myself and John Fidelli. <laughs> no surprise. Hey. It's uh, July 15th, 2021. We're going to get right to it. Yes. Next month, August. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take the month off. August. Yes. We're going to be doing we're going to be doing plenty of stuff behind the scenes here. We're going to be recording. Right. right. Um, Who's coming into town? Mr. Mark O'Brien will be coming into town and we're going to be recording some shows. And then I'm trying to motivate myself to to bring myself to the Ohio gang. Mm-hmm. So it means I have to get in my car, drive, drive, and then drive, get a hotel, caffeinate, drive, drive. Yeah. So I, I I don't know when that's going to happen, but I'm hoping we have some exciting stuff for September. A whole new season will be in the year. That'll be our twelfth birthday this October. Wow! Happy yeah. birthday! But let's get right into the news. Let's do it. What do you got? Now, the biggest news, and this is pretty hot news, yeah. is that this came down the, down the wires right from Fuji. Uh, Fuji Chrome Velvia 100 is being discontinued. But uh, the, what's a good word? Like the caveat? Yeah. A caveat. There's some EPA, EPA issue. That's the Environmental Protection Agency here in the U.S. And this is in the U.S. I don't know if there's other countries. Oh. There's something in the emulsion that is... Um, Toxic. Yes, thank you. But the interesting thing about it is that the EPA issued an enforcement policy on, this, on the same day as Fuji announced this, hmm. stating that it will not enforce the ban on processing and distribution until September 5th, 2021. Uh-huh. That's shocking, because that's like right here, right now. Yeah. If, if they said, hey, we're not going to be distributing this because it's toxic, mm-hmm. but to say there'll be a ban on processing, I find that shocking, because think of all the people who have freezers worth of film. Those poor, poor people. I reached out to uh, Phil at thedarkroom.com, and he says, and this is, this is hot, breaking news, he says, things aren't crystal clear yet, but according to Fuji, we will not be able to accept processing after September. Hmm. He says he doesn't he's not sure, but he says whatever the final outcome, we will follow the regulations. Right. They have to. Yeah. So that doesn't mean that you can't process it yourself it yourself, at home. Right. But let's get Matt Marash on the horn. Matt is our resident chemistry guy. He so knows he's gonna put it in perspective. Yes, he is. Okay. Yeah. And give us an update on uh, Schnoodle. What's his dog's name? Strudel. Strudel. Schnoodle. Hey, Matt, how are you? Good, how are you? Great, I'm here with John Fideli. Hey, pal, how you been? Good, hey, how you doing, John? All right, man, good to hear you. Yeah! So, uh, I just read to the kind folks at home about the, you know, Fujichrome Velvia 100 announcement. Oh, my goodness. And then I forwarded to you what uh, Phil from the Darkroom had to say today. Sure did. So, can you put the whole thing in context uh, for us from the perspective of, I mean, think of how many FPP listeners, you know, have Velvia 100, you know, packed in their freezer. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I guess I, I can sum it up with tensions are high in the film community right now. Um, huh. You know, I just uh, I just stepped out from the store and we have no 120 color film right now. Like uh, the the announcement has received quite the knee-jerk reaction. So, um, so people are buying out all 120 color film now for fear. Yeah, like every there's not there's no rolls of uh, of E6. I think there might be some Provia sheets left, but everything else is oh. like it's yeah. Over the weekend, over the past week, people have been buying it up. But uh, yeah, the the announcement I think took a lot of people by by surprise, and 
it's not a standard discontinuation announcement. And I think that's what's important for folks to remember. This is a, this is like a manufacturing meets, you know, evolving regulations type situation. Mm-hmm. I looked a little bit into the, the EPA statement that they, that they linked to with the, the Fuji announcement. And this was basically a rule that was all the film manufacturers knew was coming down since 2016 and needed to have changed by fall 2021 with enforcement starting in January 2022. So right around the corner, they had until, you know, this year to be essentially compliant and making sure they're not using any of these, uh, uh, these additives, which can be present in the aeronautics industry, uh, oil and gas, uh, manufacturing, and, um, and I, I guess the, the coating of the, these films. So not like the dyes or anything. And I think that's another important thing. This isn't something that's sitting in the, in the film, uh, the film dye necessarily, but a very, very trace amount has made its way onto this, uh, this latest run of Velvia. Hmm. It was not always present. It's just recently. Um, no, no, I think it was a, I think this is more of a situation of like, this this film is the last one we had, which didn't comply oh. with these new rules. I think that's you know there's of course Fuji's very you know they had the announcement and there's not really much else context to it. But from the retail side of things, that's what I see makes the most sense. This is the last they have that was made that contained this substance that uh, is no longer allowed in, and it's uh, from a from a retailer and distributor standpoint, it's much easier to say, well, yeah, that, that product as it is, is discontinued than attempt to keep selling something which may or may not pass and Mm. have to do recalls and all sorts of things. So this is kind of, I see it as like, well, nip it in the bud, sell through what we, what we've got kind of thing. Okay. Well, why, why are they uh, keeping the Velvia 50 then? I think everything else that they make is already compliant. I'm pretty sure that's that's what I got. What's what I gleaned from the uh, from the statement that this is the only thing that they've manufactured that doesn't meet the current criteria. I got you. And and that that's consistent with all the kind of discontinuation scares that have gone on in the past. Uh, Velvia 100 never underwent the kind of surge in demand that Velvia 50 did with the different discontinuations in different sizes. Mm. Um, and whenever there's a discontinuation, I mean, if they discontinued a 5x7 film that nobody knew was still available in 5x7, there would still be folks out there that panic buy it in 35 and 120. Of course. For folks who have Velvia 100, mm-hmm. are, are they going to be, like, you know, shamed on social media? Should they continue to shoot it after the date? It's going to get canceled. I don't think there's going to be any, any personal harm uh, to shooting it yourself, but, you know... Uh, along with what, what Phil mentioned with the, the darkroom, you know, they're uh, they're going to be playing it safe in order to stay a lab that's compliant, which totally makes sense. They don't want to have any of the, any trace amount of this this freshly banned substance making its way into anything in their process. So large commercial labs are not going to be taking Velvia 100 to stay compliant. But I, I think P- DIYers and folks at home, uh, they're, they're at no greater risk than they are with uh, messing around uh, DIYing other processes. Do you know how toxic this stuff is for real? Like, do you have a perspective on that? 
Um, I don't on this particular substance, but you know, I have I know enough to respect the uh, respect the chemicals we currently use, and if they're when they're treated with respect, we're we're all usually good. If you're not sure about it, don't sleep with Velvia under your pillow at night. Uh, try not to eat it if possible, and and usually you're good. <laughs> People often confuse Velvia 100 with Velveeta. Okay. <laughs> ah, well that's see, keep that out of your hoagies. Okay. I snooped around on social media. It doesn't seem to be like rampant. Did you did you notice that any any panic postings? The day of there was a lot of people kind of like knee you know, doing the knee jerk, they quick to repost the the statement and I saw a few international sellers of Velvia use this as an excuse to bump up prices of uh, of existing stock. Of course, you know, that, that's always resellers, not dealers. Interestingly, if you go on eBay and you see Velvia, if all commercial labs collectively, let's say, you know, September 5th is a date, but they have probably until the end of the year, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. If they all collectively say we're not processing this, then the film becomes somewhat worthless because most people don't self-process. Mm. Yeah, especially E6. E6 is definitely a, a tricky one. So uh, we may see a rise in E6 uh, DIY kits here soon, or yeah, or it may go the same way as uh, Polaroid cameras. You know, I was looking at uh, on our used shelf, we had a uh, a Polaroid 180, and it went for the lowest price I ever saw one because it takes Fuji FP100C, which you know, mm. uh, you either you either have a stockade of it. Well, you got nothing. you're looking at this camera saying it looks cool, but I don't know if I'm ready to pay $150 a pack. Really? I got a pack of yeah. that. It's really worth $150. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. So, um, folks should go out and shoot Velvia 50, don't you think, Matt? Yeah, and you know, that's the other interesting thing, too. I uh, the, the order in which people, like, loved the Velvia line, it was always 50. I always considered it 50... Provia, everything else, Velvia 100. It never seemed to get the love um, that that 50 would receive. So yeah, if you want the Velvia experience, it's very much there. You want the Fuji E6 uh, lineup, some variety. Provia is still around. Provia always, always underrated. I love the neutral palette of that. It's, mm. it's closer to E100 in my mind, but far more neutral. doesn't have that bluish kind of cast, but there's, there's still options. I, I don't think the sky is falling, and it's only one manufacturer out of, uh, out of the several that are still there, and I, I really think because uh, in this that EPA statement, manufacturers have known about this since 2016 i would hope they're being a little bit more proactive and that this isn't like the the beginning of of hearing it from a lot of manufacturers mm. yep well uh thank you matt for taking the time to uh you know to give us your perspective on this yeah i i really always try to like when i hear these things i try to like try to take the the knee-jerk reaction the oh great Fuji's discontinuing another film and try to see, okay, what's, you know, and this time around, it really doesn't seem like just pulling it from the market. Like there's a, there's a reasoning and it's, it's only affecting, you know, this specific one. So we'll, we'll see how, how things play out. Um, this could be like Acros where now maybe there'll be Velvia 102. Right. Uh, Hmm. yeah. So yeah, we, we don't know how it's going to play out. Uh, for folks listening, uh, we're talking to Mr. Matt Marash. Uh, Matt Marash, of course, is the uh, author-producer of Large Format Friday on YouTube. And you can go to his website, his uh, website, mattmarash.com, Matt with one T. 
or right. search on YouTube Matt Mirage and give it a subscribe. Well, thanks for the plug, Mike. I appreciate I, it. I think people. It's, uh... Fun. I think people should be smashing that button. Mm. That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I don't, I've never actually, I don't think I've asked anybody in a recorded video to smash that button. Maybe I need to start. You've never asked anybody to smash anything. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. No Maybe violence. on the live stream. Maybe I'm getting too far ahead of myself. But the mm. live stream is usually a little more uncut, you know? Mm-hmm. And is there any, uh, uh, is there any, uh, <laughs> Uh, any, any possibility that Matt Marash will be on Instagram anytime soon? Yeah. Oh, um, I, I show up there, uh, you know, with uh, with other folks reblogged stuff from time to time, but no solo solo presence. But now that they've made the announcements that they're like, hey, we're only focusing on reels and uh, and the, the more video side of things. Um, I, I've actually heard a lot of folks are are. Moving on back to Flickr as a result, hmm. so I'm already there. Wow! Uh, but no, I, I don't have anything on Instagram. <laughs> wow! You know what? We talk about Flickr.com. That I would like to see. Yeah. That I would like to see. Flickr.com. I would like. To see, I would love to see all of a sudden people going to Flickr. I think this is Flickr's uh, golden opportunity to do mm. a little like promotion. I, I really agree. It's it still has one of the better cataloging tagging and organizational tools for photos it really was designed for photographers it just it does not have that you know it's doesn't have the flash and coolness and hip hipness yeah it's not it's not hip but there's also very little advertising on it like you pay them you pay them a flat rate and you never get bugged with ads uh i love that part of it Uh, i wish a lot of social media services were like that Mm. Well, I, I think it's best the way it is because if it gets too popular, they're gonna they're gonna ruin it. It'll be ruined. It'll be ruined. Oh, yeah, yeah it'll it'll turn into a, a more commercial endeavor for sure. But yeah, um, that, that's kind of my my one weakness is not showing up on IG. I think some folks are, are understanding of it, and then other folks, uh, uh, you know, they're like my parents. Except instead of the, the "Are you getting married?" question, is uh, "Are you on Instagram?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, Matt. Well, we hope to see you uh, in person soon. Oh my gosh, I would love to. Hopefully, yeah. uh, hopefully here soon. You know, like in the like early fallish. Yeah. Right. So we will be in touch. And thanks for uh, you know checking in here and uh, taking yeah. a call, throwing in your two cents. Yeah, you know, take uh, take it easy, stay calm, shoot, uh, and just have you know have fun with this. Don't panic. Right. All right, Matt. Okay, thanks. We'll talk. All right, see you guys. All right, talk to you right, soon. Bro. See ya. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. And we'll be right back. This is the Fuji Super HR film, the world's most developed film. And this Fuji camera is one of the world's most developed fully automatic cameras. Both so developed, the results are more natural, true-to-life pictures than you've ever seen before. Even when they're being taken by one of the world's most undeveloped photographers. Fuji Super HR, the world's most developed film. Hey, we're back. Uh, I'm going to barrel barrel through some letters. Um, this first one is from uh, our good friend Rob Halliburton. He is in Northeast England. Uh, if you go to cameradonationproject.org, Rob has initiated a camera donation program 
Mm-hmm. Whereas he, so it says here, this is right from his site, that he has a driving force behind him to start a camera donation program. His aim is to pass the gift of photography to others in schools and community groups where he now lives. Tyndale area of Northumberland near Hadrian's Wall in the UK. They, they name their towns so weird over there, don't they? They're so old that it doesn't make sense in, to the modern mind. I guess. Says us, who has like, what do we have? Hohokus? Yeah, it's like over in Hohokus or New, New York. Or over on Bloomfield Ave. Oh! I don't understand. When I was a kid, you two were old ladies. Now I'm old, and you two are still old. <laughs> yeah. Well, good luck to him. See, I think that's uh, someone who's inspired, perhaps, by what you did here with your camera donation. Sure. Uh, and all the good that we do with it. So, so, so support him. Absolutely. Send your stuff to him and, and spread the love around the world. Yeah, you folks who live over... Uh, over the pond, camera donation project dot org. You can there you chit chat with uh, Rob over there. If you have relatives who are wondering what to do with those old cameras. This is this is an email from Alarog Gorilla. What's up, <laughs> Alarog? Awesome. If this was his real name, and he's like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> it's like you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> Love the podcast. When I was a kid, I collected many Super Eight short subject films. I probably had a hundred. What was it? Castle films. So okay. So folks listening, back in the day, before streaming, before DVD, before VHS, when telephones had wires on them, yes, and cables and cords. The only way to entertain yourself in the home, I mean, you had a television that had maybe three channels, thirteen channels, and you would have a TV guide, and you have to scour the TV guide to find, you know, Mighty Joe Young or King Kong or any, you know. And then you'd have to plan your day around it. Yep, and then you'd have to like sneak around the house in the middle of the night, sneak downstairs at two o'clock in the morning, right. to watch King Kong. Yes, if the channel came in because you had to mess with the antenna. Good times, but you could buy eight millimeter and Super Eight movies from your local camera store, so they were condensed versions of feature films, like what five minute versions, uh, ten minutes. They were like uh, anywhere feet? from six to twelve minutes, based oh. upon of. Hundred feet, two hundred feet, four hundred feet, okay. and then organizations like the Knights of Columbus or a local school, yeah, they could rent the whole feature. So you could buy Cub Scouts used to do that. Yes, when I was a Cub Scout. We'd have Friday night movies. Friday night movies and at they, the clubhouse. That was probably sixteen millimeter, but they also had yeah. feature length versions of films on Super Eight with a magnetic sound strip, which is okay, amazing. Yeah, Alarog says beginning with Mighty Joe Young. All the Planet of the Ape, Ape films, oh, The Raven, wow. War of the Worlds, Tarantula, classic Hammer films. Wow. Uh, most were 200-foot black and white reels, ending, uh, ending the collection with 400- and 600-foot color and sound reels. Wow. Superman, The Omen, Close Encounters, Star Wars, and Alien. Didn't you have The Omen? No, I didn't know the omen. I, I have it's on Betamax. Oh, on Betamax. Yeah, oh, I know you had it. So I'm I often entertain the neighborhood kids with outside screenings on a covered patio. <laughs> then VHS came along, and oh well, and he's out of business. Out of business. <laughs> oh, I do enjoy an evening with a little light entertainment. But when your video heads get dirty, you lose your picture. Not a pretty sight. Happily, this new Polaroid video cassette will help you. It actually cleans your heads as it plays, so dirty heads needn't haunt you. New Polaroid video cassettes. Get the picture? 
Hey, we're back. Uh, Ian Fleming says, unrelated, with impending changes to Instagram, I promote, I promote Flickr. Gently. Oh, see, there you go. Matt and now uh, Mr. Fleming. Yeah, if you Google changes to Instagram, uh, you see none of these platforms are happy with the awesomeness that they are. They always feel they have to imitate something else. And in this case, TikTok, which I think is absurd. Mm. Why doesn't Facebook, the owner of Instagram, just start another... You know what I'm saying? TikTok, it's like, why well, you got to ruin my they're gonna Instagram? Make, they're going to make Instagram like TikTok now, so that it's just people lip syncing. I mean, there's some... Fabulous stuff going on there, but right. Instagram should be its own thing. Uh, for folks listening, uh, I started my own personal Instagram. Film Shooter Mike. Yeah, I'm going to give it a plug here. Give Film me, Shooter Mike. Give me, a, give me a subscribe over there. And the reason I did that, it is Film film Shooter Mike. Film Shooter Mike. The you reason not The reason I did that is because I have so many images that I feel it's not necessarily appropriate to always post under the brand Film Photography Project. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, how many times can I post pizza? That Pizza Friday poster was great. Oh, did you see that one? My kids were like, who's sad guy? Because <laughs> he put sad guy underneath yeah. me. Who was the other one? Sad guy and what was the uh, other one? Jojo? Jo? Santino's. Sad guy. So back in the day, <laughs> when I, I worked in an office with about, I don't know, 10 people, uh, we'd have Pizza Friday, like a legitimate announced Pizza Friday, and we would have a pizza vote. There were enough people in the office that we'd be able to get two different pies from two different pizzerias. Oh, really? Jeez. So they would come in, and then we'd eat, and then we would actually physically vote with a ballot and put it in (laughs) a ballot box. And then at the end of the season, we would tally them all up, and then we have a pizza off. Wow. And I was fortunate to be there for that one. Well, the, the final best pizza in this area uh, turned out to be Danny's Pizza in Bloomingdale. I think that's where uh, Bill and Aaron get their pizza they do. from. That's a great place. Yeah. One spooky chick on Instagram. Yep. Two quick notes about Kickstarters that are in process. The Kickstarter. First, the first one is uh, Cosmo Photo. The Kickstarter. First, Kickstarter. Cosmo. Cosmo Photo. What's it called? Shadow. Cosmo. Okay, they got seven days to go, and they're not quite there. Where are they? There are $46,164 of $52,112. And what's the name of the film? It's called Cosmo, with a K, K K-O-S-M-O, Photo, F-O-T-O, Agent Shadow, 35mm black and white film. Nice! So they have a bunch of different um, rewards that you can get. Is there a book or something? One of them is like a deluxe that comes in like a box with, with the like graphic a book. novella 36 frames. Yep. So which is about 60 bucks you get five rolls of 35 mil plus the graphic novella and it comes in a luxury magnetic seal briefcase box. Nice. So, if you're into collecting that sounds pretty cool. I'm in. For what? Uh, just just the, film? the film. So that's uh, about $32. For... I don't need any more stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? For four rolls, uh, it's a $32 entry fee. And it's going to be going, uh, so there'll be three days left by the time this airs. Okay. So go up there and check it out. Yeah. The other one was the Aura Rotary Assist Film Developing Machine. Yeah, what do you think about that? Uh, well, They've uh, already reached their goal. Yes. They've surpassed <clears throat> their goal. I think it's fabulous if you need it. I, I develop two rolls at a time at home using a standard two-reel tank, so mm-hmm. it's not, not It'll necessary. fit on there. I told John earlier today, I said, the only way it would be good for me in my kitchen is if it like made a shake as well. <laughs> 
I might be able to do that. Yeah. So, but uh, it, it seems pretty functional. I mean, it's pretty high tech, so you can set it has a timer on it, and you can set the uh, revolution revolutions per minute. And have they reached their goal? Oh, they've surpassed it. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. But uh, the machine's two hundred and fifty nine bucks. So if it's worth it, A U R A rotary rotary assist film developing machine Kickstarter. Check and, it out. And uh, you'll have about a week and a half before that ends to jump in there if you want to. Look at all the features that come together only in the Minolta 110 Zoom SLR, all for less than you might think. A zoom lens with close-up setting. Snap-in 110 cartridge loading. Through the lens, viewing and focusing. Automatic exposure for point, focus, shoot, simplicity. Get it all together in the Minolta 110 Zoom SLR. Hello, gents. I started listening to the podcast with episodes 271 to 274 last week. Sure makes the Hampton Roads commute bearable. So smart and informative. Well, he's listening to, wow. probably, he's listening to the episodes, you know. I, I obviously was not on those. <laughs> Before it, like, you know, got downgraded to just okay. me and you. The shows are sleepy and incoherent, which I like, because <laughs> it helps put me to sleep. I went back to, epi- by the way, this is from uh, Jamie Gonzalez. Went back to episode one. Uno. You talked about the wonders of the internet. <laughs> oh well, in 2009, people were still on dial-up. Seriously? Yes. God, it's hard to put that in perspective. Wow. eBay shopping and how you guys got started. Love it. My son-in-law and I share love film photography. Oh, lucky you. We both shoot with Pentax Super Program and Program Plus. I just ordered two rolls of Derev Pan 100. Super Program. What brand and models do you generally look for as donations? Whatever you got. Minolta, well, generally, if it's what we No digital. <laughs> Minolta X700. Yes. Pentax K1000. Yep. Canon AE1. AE1 Program. Or AE1 Program, sure. Or A1s or whatever. But schools, school. uh, teachers generally say... K1000. Like, do you have a K- K1000s? Or uh, if you're going for more functional cameras, the N90s, the Nikon N90s mm-hmm. and N80s, they made a whole slew of Ns from like <clears throat> 50 up to 90, <clears throat> I think. And uh, lastly, we're going to do a quick shout out. Shout out! Hooper Camera and Imaging. H O O P E R? Hooper. Like the movie? Like Mr. With- Hooper from Sesame Street. Uh, I like Hooper, the Burt Reynolds stuntman movie. Uh, they're in Thousand Oaks, and I mentioned them because they sent us a email that they're carrying our film. Yeah. yeah. What? What are they carrying? Uh, they don't say. Yeah, I'm assuming they're carrying all the all of it, all the nationally distributed. I'm gonna have to send the guy out there to make sure they're representing your film properly. The hot, <laughs> the hot films are. You want a hundred rolls? The hot film is film Retro Chrome 400. 400. Hot. Good Dracula. 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 Hot. Hot. is still hot? Drac. Doesn't matter. Wow. Could be like the su- sunny July Dracula rules. Wow. Yeah, incredible, right? Is, is a Hawkeye available anymore? Hawkeye's done. Ugh. Done. That was a gorgeous film. Yes, it was. And that's That'd it. That's a shame. That's well, a scoop. Thanks for carrying the film there, Mr. Hooper. <laughs> Next month, we'll, we're going to take a break. Hmm. We'll be back in September. Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Body blow. <laughs> Tell us what's going on, and uh, we'll be back. And don't uh, be too upset about the Velvia 100. It's all going to work out. Plenty of other options. Have a great summer. Yeah. Yeah.
up with green alcohol Set up tickets, put on peaches Start sprinting, don't let them go Twang, sci-fi, tango on the 